Sí, sí. Uh, un, dos, tres. Un, dos, tres. Bueno, bueno, bueno. That's okay. Uh, did I ever tell you I prank called my friend that works for the Mexican radio station for La Raza one time? You did? Mm -hmm. How'd they go? I call and he answered, right? Fan, can you turn me up? And we're live. We're on the radio. And I'm like, La Raza 99.7, la que toca por buena con que tenemos el gusto okay. día de hoy. And he just froze. He's like, We've never had someone call in to uh, request me a song. <laughs> He's like, who is this? And I was like, it's Eric Sandoval de Pinole Blue. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
but no we it's do confusing. have yeah yeah <laughs> we do have a really exciting person here who has obviously taken over as host that's okay <laughs> Sorry. but it's it's a good thing because he's excited to be here and we're excited to have him um eddie is a business owner he is the owner of pinole blue he started off with a finance degree and then said fuck that <laughs> <laughs> wow i've never had such an introduction <laughs> <laughs> he is very passionate about uh giving back to the taramana community tarumara wow. community there you go um he is a foodie he um again he brought us tacos today he knew the assignment he knew the assignment He's a travel enthusiast and really makes sure makes sure that he is engulfed in that culture wherever he's going. Mm-hmm. And he's a fun guy. He's single ladies. I think. I don't know. I Hit, don't him know. Hit him up. Hit him up. I'm okay with you saying I'm single, but not right before Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> this is, ex- I think we'll this do is an expensive do weekend. We'll do That's a speed like dating <laughs> for you. We're going to do like a speed dating for all our guy uh um, guests come through. <laughs> We're gonna do that. That'd be fun. Yeah, we well, should I do did, that. I we did, should really do I that. I did go to a speed dating event once, and it was really fun. Actually, there we go. It it is? Is? Hmm? Here in Wichita, mm-hmm. can taken people go? Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess I support swingers. Uh, no, <laughs> that's wow. not me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, but we're really excited to have Eddie here. Yeah, exactly. Um, Eddie and I, if he um, has beaten me in like three competitions. That's actually how we met. <laughs> That's why I brought tacos, people. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I meet a lot of friends in competitions. I'm like, oh, my God, that person likes the same stuff that I like. We're going to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then I completely right. forget everything. And that's probably why I lose at stuff. But no, Eddie's very passionate about what he does. And um, Eddie, why don't you start off by telling us how you ended up starting Pinole Blue? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction. Um, so, yes, I am the owner of Pinole Blue. I did go to Wichita State on a scholarship for business finance. Um, you know, I interned for a lot of big businesses and I studied abroad. I went to Mexico City for six months. I came back, tried to get some internships, and I was getting nothing. So I, I felt really lost. I'm not going to lie, especially like senior year. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it hits everyone. What the hell am I going to do with my life? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Because you're uh, like, all I do is just study <laughs> and homework, <laughs> yeah. and I have a deadline for everything. But yeah. now I'm like, I'm going to the real world. Like, what's next for me? Like, yeah. you don't even know. Yeah, it's yeah. the biggest smack of a wall and i think for me it was just everything like i came mm-hmm. back from studying abroad it was like my time of my life mm-hmm. uh readjusting no job is looking at me i had been hustling and studying finance i'd been interning popping up that resume popping up mm-hmm. uh linkedin and then no one's looking at me and i'm like damn what am i gonna do mm-hmm. uh, but i kind of had this idea kind of lingering in my mind for a little bit because uh pinole which is roasted corn flour um had always been something kind of close to me and my heart my family because uh my dad well both my parents grew up in northern mexico in the state of chihuahua but we grew up more near the mountain area uh chihuahua is literally half a desert half mountains Mm -hmm. and we grew up by the copper canyon the copper canyon is three times bigger and steeper than the grand canyon Mm -hmm. and that's where my parents grew up and every time we went to visit we were bringing back pinole roasted Mm -hmm. corn flour uh my dad my dad does road construction my mom cleans and i had a landscaping company and high school mm-hmm. um I, I was hustling at an early so you're age. trimming them hedges <laughs> <laughs> trimming them bushes trimming them bushes 
My dirty mind went somewhere else. Uh. <laughs> I think the Modelo's kicking in over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. We have a saint here. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Uh, but I was always drinking pinole. It's something you would drink in the summer with cold water. Even though it's dry ground corn, you would expect it to make you more thirsty, but mm-hmm. it actually would give you energy and it'd keep you full. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad grew up in this mountainous area where there's an indigenous community called the Tarahumaras. My dad even knows how to speak their language. My dad grew up wearing the same like sandals as them. They wow. make sandals now, out of tires. They have so it's very different from like Spanish, mm-hmm. like like. The dialects and everything. Oh, yeah. dialect. It's a dialect. So, oh, okay. okay. So, so they actually call themselves raramoris, but the Spanish came over and they called them tarahumaras. Mm-hmm. And so, like, hi, how are you? Is cuidatuwi. You Tor- call me what? <laughs> <laughs> um, Eddie, like, yeah, educate us a little bit on the tarahumara, in, the indigenous people there. So, yeah. like, as who who comes and and like, what is the word? I always lose this word. Conquers. Conquer. Yeah. So the Tarahumaras is, so I just went to Mexico and I learned even more. So it's a very confusing culture. But anyways, the Tarahumaras have been mostly in this area in Northwest Mexico, mm-hmm. but there's even been ties. They've noted, I guess even before the Spanish arrived in like the 1500s, mm-hmm. they noticed that they already had, um, what's the blue stone turquoise okay mm-hmm. so that means they were obviously trading with the me- with the indigenous communities in new mexico okay. with the pueblo indians yeah um so there's probably like a mix but the tarumanas originating in that area the spanish came you know started coming further up north from mexico city and in chihuahua they found mines also in Ch- zacatecas there's a lot of mines mm-hmm. and so the spanish started settling around the rivers and the canyons because that's where a lot of gold silver was and so um there's a lot of stories about how the Tarumanas are one of the last communities that's actually been able to stay isolated. Like mm-hmm. they're still s- really away from civilization b- or just, they've been just isolated um, mm-hmm. because they really hid deep into the canyon. I mean, this canyon is deep. Um, the area where I was just at, the Barranca Sinforosa, mm-hmm. it's a mile drop. It's 5,000 mm-hmm. feet when you're at the top. You look at the bottom, Jeez. you can't even see the bottom. It's just crazy. Yeah. And the Tarumanas are like way down deep in those canyons. Mm. And so the Tarumanas, I mean, they have their own dialect and they've, and they have been known for running, but mostly because their communities are so distant Mm -hmm. and they still keep really within themselves. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as um, the Spanish came and stuff, they try to Christianize them and all that, Mm -hmm. but they still have their own stuff. And it's funny, like they have their own celebration of uh, Holy Week, like Semana Santa, Mm. like they do their own thing. And then they still have some twist with Catholicism. So it's pretty cool. Um, They have a lot of their own ritual. They still have their own language. Uh, For the most part, they've been kind of left alone. But at the same time, it's been really hard um, because this is an area that uh, drought has been really bad. Mm. Um, There hasn't been a lot of resources. Yeah. Uh, Climate change has hit them drastically. They're a community that survives mostly on their own land. Mm -hmm. And then also deforestation is huge. There's a lot of pine trees and stuff that are growing in that area. But now cartels and stuff taking over and causing deforestation has called caused climate change and then now on top of everything you have the drug wars mm-hmm. um right in the mountainous area is called the golden triangle it's where durango Sac- chihuahua and sinaloa meet those three states mm-hmm. and that is actually the area where most drugs grow in all mexico it's oh i didn't know that yeah it's called the triangle the golden triangle mm-hmm. makes me want to go there <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's beautiful don't get me wrong it's beautiful but it's super dangerous yeah it's just super dangerous <laughs> I mean, if you watch 
Narcos and you hear anything, they talk about Trango Dorado. That's mm. what they mean. Those four. I've been wanting to watch Narcos. You never watched it? Nope. I haven't watched I it yet. I want to watch one. So my family, like us being in that area, you know, or so much drug violence. When they did Narcos Mexico, I hope a lot of people don't take my word. I thought it was a little too much Hollywood, like mm. just mm-hmm. too much fake. Yeah. I thought Narcos, Colum- the first one with the Colombia, that one was really good. They mm. did a really good job of that one. Yeah. Narcos Mexico, I think they were just trying too much with Hollywood and stuff in the story. I think because mm. like when um, it just like the first one blew up really well. Exactly. They were like, okay, we're going to make even better. Because mm-hmm. like now they have all this technology and all this advice, all this people giving ideas and stuff. They're like, we're going to make it different. And it was different. But, you know, everybody has their own opinions. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But it does, for the most part, it does help explain the the problems, the issues, the cartels, their problems. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It gets the point across. Everybody but has problems. Exactly. So <laughs> but I'm just talking about this community. So, yeah. uh, so growing up, I would always see their hardships. My dad, you know, um, pretty much raised with them. And they're known for running 50 to 100 miles up in the mountains with sandals made out of tires. Mm-hmm. There's a book called Born to Run. The American journalist went down to Chihuahua. And uh, they brought, I think, six of them to come run in Leadville, Colorado, a 100-mile race up in the mountains, the highest elevation. These tarumanas were drinking pinole, the rice ground corn, running in sandals made out of tires, smoking a cigarette on top of the mountain, <laughs> and they were beating the top athletes of the world. They're like, you fucking <laughs> He's like, give me my second cigarette. I'm already almost done with my first one. <laughs> this is the top of the mountain, too. So That's crazy. Like, think of no, no, the no. elevation. Yeah, yeah. Think, like, and that book, consider all these things. That book put a huge highlight on them. And mm-hmm. uh, there was supposed to be a movie coming out with Matthew McConaughey. Never got made, mm-hmm. um, which I was pretty sad. But now there is a Netflix documentary called Lorena, the Ultra Foot Woman, if you see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lorena is a woman from Huachochi, the county next to where my family's from. And I've met her in person. We've sponsored her, and she's winning races all over the world, running in a dress and in sandals nice. and beating top athletes of the world. Um, she's doing great. And then um, there's another good documentary on ESPN 30 for 30 about the Tarumanas, too, that I really recommend. But I don't know. Hopefully my one goal, we, one dream would be that they can keep their traditions alive and we can maybe bring them to run and compete internationally that'd be cool and especially uh i'd love to give the opportunity more for um indigenous women uh because i mean being indigenous is already hard but can you imagine being an indigenous woman i mean Mm -hmm. like i will never know what's like but they they have to go through much way much worse yeah so in because like your family is bringing pinole over from chihuahua so like how how do you like this? Uh, you just explained how the the Tarumara is so indigenous there. How do you guys meet them? Like, yeah, you so, know, like so drinking pinole, like I said, because my dad was raised with them and he noticed like mm. they would drink pinole with water and they would they're stay like hydrated. They're their own, uh, own, like they own nation, right? Like they're their own community, own yeah, community. yeah, and they okay. stay within themselves. That's and why s- I'm surprised. Like, how did your dad get to know them that they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> come on over. We're going to teach you this. They thing. would still yeah. interact um, because, you know, sometimes my dad would my dad's family would hire them to help, you know, build fences or they would come and be like, hey, we want to trade like a mm. cow for one of your things. Mm-hmm. And so there was interaction still. Yeah. Um, they're starting to interact more. And so growing up and seeing the hardships and stuff, I was just like, man, it'd be cool to get back. Mm-hmm. So going back to Emily's question, um, senior year i kind of had the idea lingering in my head and i read this book by mm-hmm. uh the founder of tom's shoes blake mikowski it's called start something that matters mm-hmm. and that's when it hit me i was like holy shit like i need to do something that matters mm-hmm. and i think the pinole idea is great 
and I had a data data analytics class with Kate McIntyre, the professor Mm -hmm. here at Wichita State. I told her, I was like, because part of the class is you have a one-on-one interview with her. And I was mm-hmm. the only senior in the damn class. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so what are you going to do? Don't you love when they ask you that question? Mm-hmm. You're like, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What are you passionate about? I know. I'm just like, shit. What are you doing after this? Yeah. Uh, you have a job lined up. Yeah. You have all these resumes. And you're like, uh, I just started my name. <laughs> I, think, I think that that question is even scary today at any age. You know, like, do you love true. your job? Or do you feel fulfilled? Do you like that? You know, like that's still a pretty scary question. Oh, it's it like is. most people don't have that type of luxury. That's you know? true. That's yeah. a luxury, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think it's worse than when they ask me why I'm not married. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so she asked me, you know, and I was like, look, like I gave her some BS answer. I'm going to work somewhere in finance. I'm going to work at Wall Street. And she looked at me and, she, and I was like, OK, but I have this idea lingering in my mind. She's like, I'm listening. Yeah. I was like. I want to start a pinola business. She's like, what is that? And I explained. I told her the story about the community, and I would love to find a way to give back. And she looked at me straight in the eye. She's like, then why don't you at least test the market? And I look at her straight in the eye, and I'm just like, I thought it was a crazy idea, and you must be even crazier to believe in the damn idea. (laughs) (laughs) And later that day, she sends me an email. She's like, Eddie already looked up. There's no competition. I think you should do it like this. And then I had already looked up uh, blue corn because blue corn is actually healthier for you and organic blue corn. Mm-hmm. Blue corn is actually blue because it has the same antioxidants as blueberries and mm-hmm. it has twice the protein than yellow or white corn. Mm-hmm. And most of the bad sticking in the United States with corn is because it's genetically modified. You guys are from Dodge. Most of it's used to feed cows, cow, chickens, pigs, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, I've, I kind of discovered that part. I was like, well, we can make it with blue corn. And she like sent me a whole thing. She's like, all right, I think you should start. And I'm just like, okay, how do I start? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I looked into it, and I found the organic blue corn um, supplier in Chihuahua. That Christmas break of my senior year, I drove down to the border. I met my cousin at the border. Mm -hmm. He brought me back 1,000 pounds of corn. I put it in my truck. I come across the border. I had to go through the commercial line. It was funny. Like a bunch of semis, and then there's me with my little pickup. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I just got corn in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, they checked the hell out of me. I was like, how do yeah. I not look suspicious? A little 20-year-old with 10 sacks of corn. <laughs> <laughs> he got something in there. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I bring it back. And I bought a little grinder, like this big. And, we're, and then I bought uh, on Amazon these little uh, lunch bags mm-hmm. with a little window and I bought a stamp with a little logo mm-hmm. and uh, I don't remember what the hell it said on the back I think it just talked about the story of you know we didn't even have a nutrition label nothing and just said like what Pinot is and I started we st- I started in my parents garage uh, I was living in the dorm room because I was on a scholarship and I'm mm-hmm. roasting corn grinding it putting these bags and um, I had a roommate at the dorms and I remember one day he walked in my room because I was trying to make some pinole with like cinnamon sugar and some with protein and mm-hmm. he walks in and I mean there's all these powders. Yeah. And he, he walked in to use my printer and, and he just looked at me and he's like, I'm not even going to ask. I was like, look man, I know it looks like a meth lab right now, <laughs> but I promise you it's nothing illegal. And that's what we were doing. We were just selling to all the Mexican stores. We went to Dodge City, we went to Garden City, we went to Liberal, we went to Kansas City. Next thing you know, I sold 500 pounds in like three months. Mm-hmm. with my little dinky bag and I was like I need to take this more serious and that's when the venture new competition came up mm-hmm. I competed and uh, that's actually when I met Fanny mm-hmm. Fanny was there and I was like man who's this girl trying to be tough over here and, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we took first place and then uh, I graduated in May well I won in like late April graduated in May and then I pursued it full time after 
Look at you. So that, um, Eddie, that was $10,000. What did you do with those $10,000? Gosh dang, I still have the check. That's a big check yeah. behind me. And mm-hmm. every day I look at it and I'm like, why the hell do I not have that money? <laughs> uh, Ten grand gets you nowhere. I mean, but I had to get, find a commercial yeah. kitchen. I had to get labels made. I had to get my license. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I went down to Mexico again to buy mm-hmm. a commercial grinder because it was cheaper than here. Mm-hmm. Um, I had people don't know there's a huge Mennonite population in Chihuahua and I had these Mennonites custom make me one down there mm-hmm. they're the hustlers down there yeah they're no yeah story. the Mennonites <laughs> are hustlers in Mexico <laughs> like when you go to their like communities in Mexico like they're you know that you're in their community because the stores look different their homes look different I mean they look like homes from here the states I I consider them looking like that and then versus the houses in, in Mexico are so what is that clay or stone adobe or, yeah adobe. yeah Mm-hmm. I mean, so they're they're just like different. I mean, Mennonites they literally make everything from themselves too, as well. Yeah. the cheese is the it, best thing. And what happened in <laughs> Chi- what happened in Chihuahua is it's a giant desert, and I think in the nineteen late early nineteen hundred late nineteen hundreds, um, were they they were getting extorted from somewhere. Someone's gonna fact check me on here. Canada mm-hmm. or Germany, whatever they got kicked out of. And the, Mex- the Chihuahua governor gave them land, but it was just desert. Like, nothing grew there. It was, just, like, rocks didn't even exist there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these hu- these hustlers came in here, came in there, built wells, and they started growing corn. They started bringing dairy cows, and now they bring tons of machinery. And This th- is why rolling. they make fun of us, because we're so toxic to a lot of things. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God. Like, we uh, already invented that. <laughs> I think they're just like, I'm going to go to work. Like, I don't care where you're Yeah, building, like, so. like yeah. okay, go have fun. But so, I'm still going to work. So yeah, so I bought the machinery down there, and that's pretty much where the ten grand went. Like mm-hmm. it was nothing. Yeah, no, it just went real quick. Pretty much. <laughs> ten and then, grand felt like a lot, but then. Oh yeah, it did. I remember getting the check. I was like, damn, that is a lot of money. But yeah. then, like, then you, you bought you corn, you bought stuff, and then it was gone. And then we went to like penny pinching. I would load the truck full of pinole, and I would drive around all over the dang Midwest just trying to sell pinole out of the back of my truck. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a second. Um, cause like that was, what year is that? 2015, 20 2017, 2017. What the hell you, I don't know. You won the competition. So, I know. I know. I'm ridiculous. It's, the, <laughs> it's, it's been mo- a long it's, day. It's the modelo. Sorry. Yeah. Let's blame it on that. So, um, and then like now we're 2022, you're blowing up, you're selling all over the U S your most, your biggest sales are from you actually shipping this to other people versus locally so like you know kind of walk us through that like blow up phase and how you get there because like there's a couple of moments where you know it's the not fun stuff of owning a business Mm -hmm. yeah um i mean it wasn't all cute pictures and butterflies for sure Mm -hmm. uh the first years were really rough we were just driving around i told people i was driving around like an idiot just trying to sell pinote um (laughs) trying to get in these stores um but hey we hustled and we were doing door-to-door sales at all these mexican stores these bakeries bike shops running shops um i developed all the recipes for the protein um those peanut butter no-bake cookies in front of you and then our sugar cookies Mm -hmm. um i got them off my mom's traditional recipe of these cookies called coricos mm-hmm. they're like a mexican sugar cookie like a wedding cookie except yeah. they're made with corn and they're really popular where my family's from especially during lent mm-hmm. and i took my mom's recipe i made it healthier so all our stuff's organic vegan and gluten-free um so like i said we're just hustling and i think at one point i had 300 stores in 15 different states something like that yeah like uh, there's a moment where you're still your your idea is still business to business mm-hmm. and then 
suddenly you're you know you're blowing up and you're doing it on amazon and you're selling things yeah. differently you, yeah. your your mo- business model changes and that's what and the biggest cause for that was the pandemic mm-hmm. the pandemic slapped us mm-hmm. um and then we started making tortillas we started the tortilla factory too and we were a stone ground tortilla meaning we actually cook the corn grind the corn make the tor- corn tortillas um our the pandemic hit us i still remember we made green tortillas right before st patrick's day because there was going to be a, a crab uh bar crawl whatever and then the lockdown happened and we're stuck with like a hundred and some pounds of green tortillas i literally cut them up made them chips and donated them to the lord's diner and then i (laughs) cried and wondered what the hell am i gonna do (laughs) i was just kidding uh whatever how many emotional breakdowns have you had this week this week uh no this week's been pretty good just like two. <laughs> oh, that's good <laughs> and it's only wednesday <laughs> i had three <laughs> yeah, yeah but it was rough you know it's just like what's gonna happen like all our mm-hmm. accounts were closing and that's when uh kyle told me my business partner he's just like hey uh we should start a tiktok and i'm like what the hell is tiktok and he showed me i was like mm-hmm. it looks like a bunch of teenagers dancing but i'll do it i was like i don't care we make our first video in April. It goes viral. It hits 400,000 views. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, and that wasn't like your guys' intention at first. No, I no. mean, like, we, obviously. We that's were just every, like, yeah. what's TikTok? I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'll dress up as a corn and if I have to dance, what do I got to do? <laughs> what the fuck I got to make? I know. I, was, well, I mean, like, everyone's intention is to want to go viral, but, like, it's not like kyle's like reading up like how can i make a video to go viral right like you guys are just no he, you didn't, just he had no it. idea either he was just like well there's this trend about start ho- talk about how you start a business i was like okay and we just put a little sli- it's literally a slideshow it was it was okay of a video mm-hmm. and it did four hundred thousand views we're getting tons of people asking how can i buy from you how can i buy directly and we barely even had a website i was like oh shit so we had to focus on our e-commerce i had to learn all about the shipping game how it worked I set up a FedEx account. Hell, I didn't even know what FedEx was. And we we're getting all everything set up. And then I was like, you know what, Kyle? Let's just feed the beast. And mm-hmm. that's what we did. And mm-hmm. we were, and then we were also selling uh, food out of our parking lot. We were selling tamales mm-hmm. to go. And we were making funny videos. We had one where I had a hazmat suit. And then mm-hmm. one, there was one video we tied a tamale to the drone. And we showed it delivering to someone. And oh, yeah, I had I tons of calls. People oh, asked yeah, me, do you deliver one. them like that? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to be really creative because like right now here, like literally social media is taking over everything because I mean, look at us. We started a podcast, you know, and I mean, who would have thought we would start one? I mean, four people at a bar. (laughs) (laughs) But like you got to do what you have to do, like just basically to grind. That, that's our motto at Penelope. The grind never stops. Because we're stop. always grinding corn. I mean, literally, that's what I was going to say. He was trying to make a pun. Emily did not get it. No, that that, went, that, that went that way. It went that I way. Know, I know. I'm head. glad you explained it for her. I know. I had to break it down. Even Dusty got it. Break it down. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, and then TikTok just blew us up. And, you know, during the lockdown, like, we actually grew. Like, we transitioned to e-commerce. And I think the biggest thing, I think during that time, everyone's just feeling shitty. Yeah. And I think just seeing the comfort food of like, oh, man, the pinole, the cookies. Mm. And then especially with the Hispanic population, I mean, like, oh, my gosh, I haven't had a tortilla like that since my grandma. Or I haven't seen yeah. a blue tortilla. And then you're informing people. Too. Exactly. And that was our biggest one. I was like, you know, we're going to like inspire. Them, we're going to educate them. We're going to show them. We're not just going to come on there and be like, buy my product. No, yeah. it's mm-hmm. all about the story. And especially with our generation, that's what people want. 
-hmm. and that's what we did and we just made funny videos we made serious videos we showed people what we did um it's funny is right before that on our social media we had to have two instagrams because people were so confused what the hell we did mm -hmm. we had one just for our pinole products and one for our tortillas we literally had pinole blue tortillas uh -uh. <laughs> and thanks to tiktok people finally understood they're like oh this guy does everything with corn like he's a badass and then mm -hmm. now and then we finally put them together and now yeah. people know what the hell we do so um the timing couldn't have been better um sadly it was a shitty situation but we we had we adapted and that's what you had to do and it really blew up we were got on we got featured on buzzfeed i had a target buyer reach out to me i had a walmart buyer reach out to me i mean it was just haywire mm -hmm. and we just kept feeding in the momentum and yeah i think people really know where we are and w who we were and then we even got into whole foods uh, we got into the local mm -hmm. whole foods so i think now we're probably not even in a hundred stores uh we are in now in whole foods uh, we got a lot more restaurant accounts now mm -hmm. um and then our e-commerce is still really solid mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so um let's talk about the transition from where you work in the business to working on the business oh damn um i know I, we're kind of jumping around everywhere no, but good. i'm trying to like make i feel like i've been talking story. a lot so yeah whatever whenever <laughs> you guys want to butt in please because um, like there's a moment where you're like working on the business yeah. and now like or working in the business you're it's only you and um family friends other people who can h come over and help you grind stuff or mm -hmm. like clean things or whatever right and now you have employees so like and now you're like focusing on e-commerce and you're doing a lot more and informing people so like that transition yeah time. there i think the biggest shift was um when we were selling food i think mm -hmm. during the lockdown it was kicking our ass we never worked at a restaurant we didn't know what the hell we were doing and we were doing pre-orders and people were paying paypal and i remember one night mm -hmm. i mean during the whole lockdown i would get up at 6 a.m and i'd go i'd go to bed at 11 p.m mm -hmm. for weeks straight and there was one night i still remember i could barely get out of bed i felt like my whole body was just in shock and i had to like grab the edge of the bed just to get up and I was just, and I went to the chiropractor and he's like, Eddie, this is just stress related. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> and that, that's when it hit me. I was like, we can't do this anymore. Like, this is just too much. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, what can I control? And what can I not control? So I was like, let's get rid of the food. Let's hire more employees. Uh, we had four people working for us at that time. I was like, let's focus, put the energy into e-commerce. Um, and then we hired, uh, and then we started bringing some WSU students from Halo to start helping with the shipping because it was starting to get too much. Mm -hmm. And then we had one student that would help me uh, do all the labels and stuff. And that's when I think that was the pivot point for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but man, I don't, if I want to woke up feeling like shit that night, I don't <laughs> know. And it's been a, it's been a learning lesson moving on forward. I mean, last summer we had a bit of a slowdown and we actually had, I had to lay off some employees. So I had to learn about that part of it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, there's some months where things are slow and it's just like, you want to save money. You kind of got to go back there and make the tortillas or someone calls in sick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, um, I think towards the end of last year, for sure, I think was the biggest wake up call for me of like, what part do I enjoy about the business mm -hmm. and what part should I be focusing on? Um, and I think it kind of actually was like a reality check of what a CEO actually should be, not mm -hmm. a founder. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, I mean, you listen to these podcasts, that's the biggest, the biggest step, the hardest step for people to take. So, yeah. um, so I think that was, a, it was really good for me. Um, I started, you know, focusing more, trying to go, um, uh, handing, trying to find ways to still hand over some, um, 
some responsibilities. I'm still slack at it. Um, I still like to be in control or whatever, mm-hmm. but I'm getting better at it. So that's, I think, the biggest one. And, and it got to a point where, like, you weren't even really enjoying it. And I'm like, well, this isn't fun. Yeah, because yes. you're just so used to uh, it. Like You're just grinding you at just, it, you know? Just keep Because you're tired. You're tired, yeah. You're yeah, just yeah. tired the, bur- the burnout's real. Like, I think people don't it realize it. I mean, it was mm-hmm. great. The money was great, but it just sucked. And so I think it was a big reality check for me. Mm-hmm. And so... um I'm doing a lot better now. Um, the slowdown sucked for sure. I mean, laying people off, that was crazy. It's like a year before that, I learned how to hire people. And then a year later, I had to learn how to fire people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it sucks. Yeah. And yeah. then like that hits you. Oh, it did. It did. Yeah, it's, it's hard yeah. because like you actually grew um, a literally a relationship with this person, you know, and like they just basically helped you through your whole business, your dream, basically. And now you have to let go of them. It's hard. It's really hard. It is hard. And, um, I think a lot of people don't know, and it's actually a lot of people do know, but it'll be a good thing to tell you guys. Um, even my business partner and I sep- went separate ways last September, mm-hmm. but um, it wasn't anything bad. Um, it was just with the slowdown and everything, and a big opportunity came up for Kyle, mm-hmm. and I'm actually really happy for him, and we still stay in touch. He calls mm-hmm. me all the time. He comes over and stops at the shop, and we talk, and mm-hmm. he's doing really, really well. Um, mm-hmm. He's helping another huge youtuber um i think you all know her lisa win with telecu food Food, mm. and she's killing it and kyle's killing it kyle's like in hawaii they freaking youtube paid for them to all go to new york with wow. a bunch of foodies and record like he's he's killing it yeah so what's this girl's name telecu t-e-l-e-h-u-e she has like two million followers on youtube she's from wichita Jeez. Yeah, I've seen some of her videos. They're they're pretty bomb. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never she heard blew of her. up. Yeah, yeah, and she has tons of followers on TikTok. And she's grew up. She blew up so much. Now Kyle's helping her. But like mm-hmm. I said, uh, Kyle still pokes his head. And but we're on good terms. So so it's nothing bad. Um, things have been going like, well. Yeah, it's just like realizing the like you're explaining the part of what what is for me and how do I decide is this something that's still exciting for me that i still want to continue to chase and at what point do i decide it's a transition point and how do i let go let go as in like let the people that i care about also know that it's okay that they have transition points too exactly and, and that was hard um i think myself too um growing up the son of immigrants where mm-hmm. especially for my family i was I, d- I do have an older sister but she left early i was we're 10 years apart so i was eight when she left the house yeah and taking over all those responsibilities and everything um i got so used to being the one where people just dump stuff on me and i took care of it you know like mm-hmm. my dad needs to go to the doctor i just could do it my mom needed to do something i just did it you know i just ducked my head and did it mm-hmm. um my professor even jokes that i'm like a mule i just do shit and i'm <laughs> like yeah i just get shit done like that's the way i was trained you know yeah but it got to the point where it's just like okay Eddie, this doesn't work anymore you need to hand over responsibilities you have got to go to therapy. You mm-hmm. got to go run. Like you got to do shit for yourself too. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, um, that's that's big. That's probably the dark side of entrepreneurship that you don't hear about. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cool that I get to share this with you guys. Um, my number one advice for people that want to own a business is don't own a business. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding, <laughs> but but this is good. It's good for you to hear. I wish. I mean, you kind of hear about it on some podcasts, but y- until you really experience the punches, you don't, that's where you really improve on. Yeah. 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 How do you, um, cause right. you you read the Tom's book and you're like, start something that you care about. And yeah. this is still something you care about. Like it's not something that you don't. So how, how do you manage between the two, right? Like taking care of you 
and taking care about the things you care about. Yeah, I mean, it's still hard. I mean, I told you today, mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm running late, but I was like, you know, I put my running clothes now in my truck, so it's nice. I just take off running. Yeah. Uh, from my shop, I go around the keeper a couple times, and I come back, and then uh, my neighbor has a shower. I need to ask him about renting his place, about showering, and <laughs> just going straight <laughs> back to work. <laughs> I should start doing that now. It warms up again. Um, I did run a half marathon again last year. I was pretty proud of myself. Mm. I was training for the full Yay, in congrats. the fall, but it all just tumbled on me. I was it was so much stress That's that I could so even hard. Run. Half a marathon. How many miles is that again? I have coworkers um, and friends who like run uh, marathons and run a lot. And I'm always like, yeah, I can get like 3.25 miles in. And I'm like, that's enough. And I feel like that's a lot. No, no, that's (laughs) good. You guys are like, and you guys are talking about like six mile runs, eight mile runs. And I'm like, why would you want to do that? We have a friend who likes it. Johnny loves to do stuff like that. And we're like, wow. You go to hot yoga, you work out and stuff like that. I would never do something like that. So everyone's just different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, I see you pumping those weights. I'm just like, (laughs) I look at you and my legs hurt. (laughs) (laughs) I watch her and I'm like, man. (laughs) <laughs> look I, at her go i know especially on, like on saturday or sunday mornings when i wake up to her snapchat so i'm just like this is my day off fuck you fanny <laughs> i'm like i'm like oh my god this bitch at the gym again i know i know nice and, and a weird Fair thing enough, for me okay. for, i think everyone eventually finds their vibe like what they like to do that kind of distracts them you know some people read some people paint some people draw um growing up in a small town we didn't even have a cross-country team so i only had track so where did mm-hmm. the running come from? I don't know. Maybe I do have some inner tarumara in me. I think <laughs> when you, I think when you grow older, like you basically pick up like habits that you think you wouldn't even do at all. Like me, I have a habit of um, falling asleep. No, <laughs> yeah, <not> naps. <laughs> <laughs> I love my naps. Um, but like, I always, I always keep myself busy. Like, I always have to do something. Like, I can't just sit still. If yeah. I'm sitting still, I'm like what's going on yeah, like yeah, yeah. i i question myself so much like i'll sit on my couch on a weekend and i'm like that's a sign that you should go to therapy <laughs> i'm like what's wrong with <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> and i do I, go to therapy and i, I tell everyone to go to and therapy. then my therapist <laughs> be like there's just nothing wrong with you you just actually just calming down like because i'm always on the go i'm always like doing something for family or doing something for me or i'm doing something for friends doing something for my job and everything and like there's like week there's like one weekend I was, I didn't have anything to do, Dang. and I was just sitting here, and I was like, and I, I go my, oh, do we have anything planned today? They're like, no. I was like, I swear, there's something going on today. And I'm like, oh okay, and then I fall asleep, and I'm like, whoa, I took you a nap. You were supposed to record for the podcast. That's what you, cho- what you were supposed to do. You're supposed to remind Eddie to bring tacos. You were supposed to uh, yeah. research your murder podcast. I'm already so done with I'm that. Kidding. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm already done with <laughs> that. I'm giving you shit, Emily. Yeah. I'm totally the, kidding. <laughs> the only thing I was going to say is, uh, for me, running, though, has been one thing that, like, even I'm tired or whatever, and you take off running, there is this actual thing. I used to think it was bogus, but I'm telling mm-hmm. you, it's called a runner's high. <laughs> you're running. That actually is actually true. Yo, it actually is. I didn't think it was. But and you're yeah. just running, mm-hmm. and you don't get tired. Exactly. And you feel really good. Kind of like, you know, when... When you PR and lifting weights, right? Like, it feels really, really good. I have... But you're just running, and you look at your damn watch, and you're like, damn, I just ran 10 miles. Why no. the hell would I stop? When I when I paint, that's probably when I feel that. See? I don't know that I would feel that at the mm-hmm. gym weightlifting, but there are moments where it's just like, you finally find the groove, you finally find the right thing, and mm-hmm. then it, 
suddenly you're five hours in and you don't want to stop like 5 a.m and yeah. you're like yeah and you're like i have to stop because i have to sleep and it's like but i don't want to stop <laughs> yeah i have this weird thing that i fix computers and i don't know like i love it Shit. i, 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 I need to bring you mine i've been having issues with it i literally i can make my own uh like tower and i can start from scratch Dang. Yeah. Some people like cleaning. Right. Too. Right now, I'm organizing. Like everyone has their groove. Right now, yeah. I'm making my brother his own uh, PC gaming. Right now. Oh. Yeah. Look but you. bitches are fucking expensive. Oh shit. So I was like, I might as well just buy from like a black market shit <laughs> and, <laughs> and make it myself. We're gonna, we have another episode on that part. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get into the black market? Yeah. 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 Oh. But but it is true with the runners, like I said, and. There's been times, I'm going to be honest, uh, I'm about 10 miles outside of my house and I had to call my roommate to come pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's been a couple times I'm running back and I don't make it and I make it to like a quick shop and I'm... I have to go in there and I'm like, can I get a cup of water? <laughs> I feel, I feel like a homeless person. And I get, they give me a little styrofoam cup and I'm just drinking because I've left with no credit card. All I have is my phone. Yeah. I have nothing. And one time my phone was about to die. That was really freaking out and it was getting dark. Yeah. I remember that because I was like, why are you at a McDonald's right now? <laughs> You're like, I, I just kept running and running and I didn't even know where I was at. And I'm like, dude, are you okay? I, I ran to Andover High School and back. <laughs> oh my God. He did. And I <laughs> all the way to 21st and web at that quick shop at the, where that <laughs> McDonald's is. <Holy> shit. <laughs> and I had to call my roommate to come pick me up. It was, it was 13, 14 miles out. Man, Damn. sometimes I wonder, because I used to play soccer, and I'm like, how did I run for literally like 90 minutes without like stopping? Like, I don't know how I did it. Like, yeah. if you to put, if I like try to run, I'm like, <gasps> I can't even breathe. Like, but I'm just like, man, I used to be the best shape of my life, and I was a soccer player, and I ran for 90 minutes the whole time i don't know how i did it the good old days yeah when you were younger now you hit 30 you don't do shit double looking singing coming up ladies and gentlemen <laughs> your knees are cracking mm, it already cracked <laughs> <laughs> at george's she <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> here did i tell did i tell you about this no but i have a feeling alcohol was involved <laughs> in this one no it wasn't at all it was just water so I went on a date with my boyfriend and we went to George's. We got done. We're about to leave. And I got up and I sat back down. And he's like, come on, we're leaving. And I'm like, no, I just I can't get up because my knee won't extend. And he goes, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean what I mean? Like, I can't extend my leg. He's like, you're just you're just joking with me. So he's like literally walking away. And I'm just like, OK. So I got up, started hopping my ass out of George's Bistro. <laughs> In in literally hopping, and then he's like, oh were, you, "Were you dressed up?" Yes. Oh damn. Were you in heels? No, oh, okay. I, I was in my boots. And he was like, "He's like, can you like extend your leg?" I was like, "I told you I can't. I really can't." So he's like, "Okay, let me let me help you." And then I was like, "Can you carry me?" He's like, "I just did legs today." And I'm like, "You?" I was like, "Are you fucking?" <laughs> he's like, "Hell above. What the yeah. hell is he gonna be right, complaining about?" Right. And I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" He's like, "I just did legs, babe." And I'm like whatever so i'm hopping and everything oh and um we <laughs> got been so pissed i probably would have broken up with him i'm surprised you're still together Damn. i i had <laughs> to did he pay the tab oh yeah he paid okay so uh <laughs> he ran to go get the car and everything and we got to his apartment and his apartment is like on the first floor so that's good you know but like to go to his side door you have to go over these rocks and he's like he's like all right we're gonna go through these rocks i was like I'm just gonna fucking crawl. So I started crawling, See, and that's then that's why I I would have broken up. So with this guy. he'd even like bother to like 
grab he, you like a no, potato he, sack? Nothing. He was holding me, but like I don't know. It's just I was just like, babe, I really can't walk. Yeah. So I'm over here crawling on the floor, oh. and then there's people outside as apartment complex, that, you know, taking their dogs out or like getting home from work and everything. And then you know, you see me crawling on the floor as like a black man and Asian woman, and you're like, and he's oh, like, God. babe, there's people <laughs> out here, and I'm like, it's fine, it's okay. And he's like, no, because oh I think I kidnapped gosh. you, and I'm like, you're just over exaggerating. And he's like. And I'm like, I've done this before. I could just crawl. <laughs> I would have waited for you inside. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Wow. No. Yeah. George's man. That's when you. And what you, happened? Your knee locked up. Yeah, my. I don't you know. Need what to the spray fuck some WD forty on that. We almost <laughs> <laughs> grease her up. We almost went. He was like, "Can I take you to the ER?" It's like, no, I am not getting another bill. <laughs> I rather. I work in their billing department. Don't I'm remind not, me. I'm not going through that bitch. <laughs> That's twelve hundred dollars, baby. But like, literally, right when I so he finally carried me inside the in the apartment, and then he puts me on the couch, and he's like, "Okay, let me go get ice ice your knee." All of a sudden, I was like, let me try to extend my leg. So I extended it, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So I'm like, babe. He goes, what? So I stood up, and he goes, Anne? And I'm like, I'm I'm standing. He goes, he's like, you fucking played me this whole entire time. Oh, shit. (laughs) I don't know what happened, but it happened. I don't know, bro. I feel like that was like some traumatizing moment for for you or something. No, yeah. Something had to have happened that like. That is traumatizing. It's like in your head, you know, because sometimes like. That's I'm telling you, that night I woke up, I was scared shitless. Yeah. Like I had to grab the side of the bed to Mm -hmm. get myself up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I went to my doctor and she told me she's like. She's like, did you play sports before? And I was because she did x-rays and everything. And I'm like, yeah, I did. And she goes, well yeah you have a lot of tissue around here and i'm like what and she goes like a lot of cartilage around Uh, around my knee like that's not good yeah (laughs) is in your knee just cartilage no and then your little yeah but she said there's like the bone like there's like in between something in the bones or something like that i don't know what it is but she's broken i'm broken got it basically and she told me that that could be surgically removed if i want to or anything i was like yeah let me let me talk about it (laughs) think about it think let me think about it so this new job how's that medical insurance plan baby (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) it's it's, you know hospital insurance really nice just let you guys know oh hell yeah just you know Nice, nice. I, I went to the WSU dental office today because I'm a broke entrepreneur. I'm paying for that expensive dental. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I'm over here saving you. pennies, baby. Ten bucks for a cleaning. To let you know, I, I <laughs> when I tell you who my doctor was, teeth. was the little clinic in Dillon. So I ain't Damn. paying that bitch. Oh, <laughs> I ain't yeah. paying an actual physician to pay for my stuff. Oh, I don't blame you. Yeah. But, um, Eddie, so since, you know, you did all this food and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so I know it's a lot about being on the blue, but I know a lot about food and travel, mm-hmm. so. So you're a big foodie, right? Uh, I know a lot about food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like when people think of foodie like it's like, can you cook or you just eat? And I'm just it's, like, it, I'm the guy that just eats. It, but I'm, yeah. I'm the I one that good can eat f- too. <laughs> as well, I'm like, I call myself a food critic because like oh. I'll I'll be like, this is like a five, like this this steak yeah, is a yeah. five when you're like paying a ninety dollar steak. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but I mean, like. I since you love food so much, yeah. I love everything. I like everybody loves food. You know, I think yeah. so. For yeah, the most part. I don't know. Well, I mean, shit. Never mind. I was gonna say like people with some food. eating disorders yeah, probably don't yeah. like food. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well. I'm gonna get canceled. But um, <laughs> I feel like this is a really good time to take a break. 
<laughs> so <laughs> I think I think this um so foodie conversation. Emily has a lot of awesome ideas and stuff about food. I don't know, ideas or conversations or topics about yeah. food. And speaking of food, we need a pair a drink with that so this is a good time to get ready for that hell drink. yeah let's see it yeah mm. so let's take a quick break so we can get set up hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Hey, I spilled coffee on my seat the other day. Oh man, and then cleaning out your car is a lot of work. Have you heard of TU Auto? No, I haven't. So TU Auto is the easiest way to keep your car clean. You can schedule an appointment online. It only takes less than two minutes. Go to tuauto.com right now on your phone. And they come to you as well? Yeah, they come to you wherever. So like if you need to do it at home, in your office, or you're at the parking lot buying stuff at the grocery store. I'm scheduling it now. Visit tuauto.com. I'm known for bringing the hits, Eddie. I, I didn't know if I could talk, so I was going to tell you, you're really bringing the jams. Yeah. All Welcome back to Here's To You, comma, guys. <laughs> Hope everybody's doing good still. Fanny's getting ready to make a drink. Fanny, what, uh, what we got? Today, oh, we got in the works. Today we're gonna have the Sandoval Paloma. I feel like a like um, a guy that is about to announce a fight. Okay, sorry. <laughs> the 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 what was it called? Announcer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're back now with <laughs> the Sandoval Paloma. <laughs> Eddie says he likes palomas like a typical Mexican, but we decided to add a little bit of a twist with um. So the tequila that we're gonna have is tequila ocho. And then I add an A at the end, so it says tequila ochoa. No, it's not something that I started, but I should. <laughs> it's called tequila ocho. Okay, I was just like, <laughs> so is it ocho or is it ochoa? <laughs> it's ocho, but I always get a sharpie and I write an A at the end. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, the reason the paloma is, it's actually like my dad loves palomas. He always just gets squirt soda, tequila. <laughs> and in the winter, it's perfect. Hmm. Why do you think that it's good in the winter? Um, I I'm not a big beer fan in the winter. I, it just makes me pee like twice as much than it normally does. And then like sometimes when it's super cold, it kind of hurts your throat. And there's something about a paloma that's just perfect. Like the squirt just settles in your it's stomach. The tequila warms you up. It's cozy. It brings back memories of being in Mexico. So yeah, it's I had a lot of palomas in Cancun. See, I did. It's great. So like my number one drink. But our family like during the winter, that's when we drink the most palomas. It's really good. Yeah, it's like if you, if you make like them right. But we're gonna see. We're gonna see the fanny one. It yes. tastes really refreshing to I me. Li- I like palomas when I go to a charreada or a coliadera. Yeah, that's that's where I drink them. Got it. The most. Yeah, for me it's in the winter. I think it just brings like family comfort, warmth. Mm. Yeah. So for this paloma, we are gonna use um, tequila ocho, 
I don't know what camper he is, but we're going to use that. Freshly squeezed. What kind of tequila? Is it silver? Is yes. it añejo? Is it reposado? It's silver. How aged was it? What kind of barrel was it in? <laughs> I wonder if it does tell me that. I'm giving you shit. Just put it oh, in. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know. I bet it does tell me. It just tells me what number it is. It, this is the 29,042 bottle of the barrel. <laughs> it doesn't tell me the barrel number. But um, we're going to add some freshly squeamed lemon juice because I forgot the lime juice. And um, some grapefruit juice and simple syrup. But while I get that ready and you guys hear some ASMR about that drink, Emily's going to continue the conversation about mm food that i so rudely interrupted <laughs> yeah so rude i know <laughs> what a bitch well as you guys know that eddie you know he l- knows a lot about corn and i think we should learn n- learn a little bit more about eddie you know instead of your business let's talk about you as well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so um eddie yes what that's my name <laughs> no middle name <laughs> sandoval Better watch out. Be careful. <laughs> so, Eddie, <laughs> what? Ridiculous. <laughs> I got her there. Huh? Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. So, Eddie, what what makes you sleep better at night? Like, what makes you very, what's that word I'm thinking? I can't even think right now. Um, help very me. Relaxed. Yes. There we go. Relax. Or like endorphins, <laughs> like <laughs> like where the hell are we going with this? <laughs> yeah, what do you yeah. what do you do to relax? Yeah, what do you like to do instead of like doing all this stuff, going with you know your business and everything? Yeah, yeah. What do you like to do so as well? So I did talk about running. Running is a good one. Mm-hmm. After I run, I sleep very well. Um, I do like to get massages. Those are always good. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have happy endings at the end too? Oh, well, we're not going to talk about that here. But oh, it's okay. <laughs> where, do you, where do you like to uh, go get massages at? I'll, uh, I'll text you at Dusty. Okay. Sounds good. Let me I normally don't get a whole lot of massages. I massage myself with my gadgets. You massage me with your gadgets? You know you're <laughs> legit Asian when you have like your own little gadget, like handmade gadget. Yeah. So my sister's <laughs> certified in Thai massage, and whenever she comes over, she always massages like the whole family. Ma- thai massage is like where they stand on you, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, we it's know. painful as hell, but it's my great. parents always tell me to do it for them. <laughs> <laughs> Step on my back. That's why your knee's blown up. <laughs> for real, <laughs> seriously. Um, <laughs> uh, reading also, I think uh, reading and I do listen to a lot of podcasts is always great. Mm-hmm. I think it's always always good to like listen. I, I, I'm always a pr- my friends always tell me that I'm like a book of facts I know a lot of random facts and I think that's one thing that I really like to do because you know you, 10 hours a day you're just looking at corn and pinole, mm-hmm. pinole, pinole and it's always something that I like to learn about different things um, so now I'm reading or I'm looking at documentaries or checking current events I'm, mm-hmm. a ba- I'm really into that um, and I think that's why I like also about pinole blue because I think with the blue corn I've learned about how different cultures use corn. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've even had like African customers come in and tell me about they would drink pinole, p- especially for pregnant women, because it would help them with uh, breastfeed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of like Asian cultures about how they use corn. So it's been really fun to learn all these different things. 
and then I think the other thing is like whenever I'm reaching out to influencers or other people that we can collaborate with or what can we do different um, but I think also with you know watching documentaries or reading different books uh, usually on Sundays I go to Trader Joe's and I go to Barnes and Noble and I literally pick up the most random books um, for sure I think that's a big one is just learning about other things mm-hmm. um, one thing I definitely love and just the uh, networking just want to keep you in like in the mix still as well you know a lot about basically corn you also want to know what's good you you just like learn something new every day basically oh i do i i I love learning different stuff i've traveled a lot um yeah and then like even when i was doing the door-to-door sales like felt like I was working for the freaking U.S. Census. Like, I was learning about <laughs> where the population was, where the people were from, those what people. pockets. You're, <laughs> you're putting the little um, surveyors in there and the little, in their what, their screen doors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like, you leave. For a while, I was like, you could have asked me, like, all these little towns in the Midwest mm. where the meatpacking plants are, what the <laughs> Hispanic population was, you what went, part of Mexico, or what part of Asia they were from, and I could have yeah, told you. literally. So you've Sorry. been all around Sorry. Kansas, huh? Here's your Sandoval Paloma. You already done? That was fast. That was fast. There's no ice. Yeah, Emily said that it doesn't have ice. Yeah, it doesn't need ice. The ice, ice. it's already chilled from the It smells hella strong. (laughs) You're welcome. Wait, am I the only one that's going to drink one? Yeah, we want you to taste it first. Oh, okay. So if I die, then... I just take your business. If I die, (laughs) (laughs) you're going to have two bags of pinole. (laughs) (laughs) If I die dusty, you can have a bag of tortillas. <laughs> yes. And Fanny will we'll just give her a t shirt. I just need yeah. <laughs> How is it? It's good. It's hella strong, but it's really good. It told me to do a half one and one shot of tequila, so Well, I don't know what the hell's in a chua tequila, but it's strong, but it's good. <laughs> it is really refreshing. You're gonna like it, Emily. Remember excited. that time we had Moscow meals at Pump House? Mm. I think we had like five. Oh, we had way too much. You should have drunk t- with your parents. Uh Oh, yeah, because my parents did come <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to take one more before I go see my parents. I had like five Moscow meals at Pump House. But like within an hour, Dusty. It in was an rough. hour. It was rough. They, I literally just came to eat. Actually, I just came just to have one drink. <laughs> one drink. And I was like, fuck it. Like, if you give me one drink, I need more. Like, you got to tell me. To, I'll stop when I want to stop. Yeah. Like, when I went. Have you guys ever been to that place? Uh, What's it called? Mexico Viejo on the west side? Mexico Viejo? Is it Me- Mexico Viejo? <laughs> what did I say? Mezcal Viejo? No, I said Mexico Viejo. Oh. But anyways, um, they have, like, their specials on Thursdays, like dollar margaritas. Or 99 cents margaritas. Uh-huh. And I had 17 margaritas. Holy night. shit. 17. That's a lot of sugar. Yeah. It, it, it Actually, I just taste the tequila the whole time. That's rough. Mm-hmm. That sounds gross. And uh, I was really intoxicated. Like, I threw up. Really? I, I, I couldn't believe that. I threw up. No way. <laughs> I threw up. In 17 fam- margaritas? No. I threw up in a family's restaurant. <laughs> in the Inside. bathroom. Oh. In the bathroom. Damn. It that happened bad. to me in Thailand. I felt bad. Actually, partying in, in partying in Asia is kind of fun because they don't give a damn. Yeah, I party in a lot of places in the world. Nowhere's been even close to what they do in Bangkok. Bangkok is another Bangkok takes you beast. Mm. Bangkok. Yeah, I've never partied like in Bangkok. It's yeah. another level. Was Dusty, that, you gotta go. Was that good? Ubers there? 
I didn't even ride an Uber. I just rode on the back of motorcycles. You, <laughs> yeah. You ride those little <laughs> tuk yeah. yeah, exactly. They're kind of fun because, like, they just come and just park in front of you, and you just jump in, and you just give them cash, and they just throw you wherever you want to go. You know, like, the first one I rode, I was just, like, scared. I was looking at my shoes because literally, like, your shoe is just rubbing against the cars, <laughs> and you're just fucking hauling. Yeah. But by like, the third, fourth one, like, I was like a local. I was like, let's go, homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to... um. When I went back to Laos, and uh, we, the, um, our capital in Laos is uh, Vientiane, mm-hmm. and w- I've never rode on a tuk-tuk before, uh, but when my cousins, my cousin has his own little tuk-tuk business, uh-huh. and he's like, yeah, I'll take you guys to the city, and he took us in his little um, bike, and then it's like a little carriage in the ba- behind him, and he's like carrying you in with the bike. And I'm like, can you really carry three people? And he's like, yeah, I got this. So, like, we're all sitting there, and you're just, like, bumping on the road like this, <laughs> just bumping up and down. And then, like, there's just people just driving, like, car. Like, they're just, like, swerving in front of cars, semis, yeah. and everything. Like, they don't give a damn. There's no lines whatsoever in Laos, like, mm-hmm. basically, because you're literally on your own. Like It's a free-for-all. It's free-for-all, honestly. Yeah. And there's no such thing as traffic lights, too, as well. <laughs> All right, Fanny, I'm going to taste this, okay? I thought I, rem- I thought I remembered traffic lights when I was there. Really? Well, I know we They're were... They're there, but no one observes them, man. <laughs> we were well, maybe because... Uh, so, where my family's from, we're in... Uh, we're, like, literally... Like, we're, we're north as well, but, like, we're, like, in the country. Very, 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 like, the poorest place. Yeah, no, I'm talking about in the city. In Vien- oh, yeah, yeah, in, Vientiane, in yeah. Vientiane, yeah. Yeah, 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 Vientiane, yeah, yeah. You, there is... Um, uh, Street lights there too as well. Yeah, because we were riding bicycles and my cousin was like, "Yo, we gotta stop with the traffic." I was like, "Why? We're on bicycles." Yeah, because like, you have. But on, but also, it, you know how usually in here in America, like they have like the little um the dotted lines on the road and you get yeah. S- yeah the lanes yeah. the lanes, mm-hmm. yeah in Laos you don't re- they don't really have that. No. It's like you're just mm-hmm. next to each other and you're next to a car. Yeah, it's just it's, what it's like you don't really care. Yeah, yeah, but um. Yeah, in the countryside, they don't have anything. In the countryside, it's Definitely. pretty cool because, like, you just drive and there's people literally on the fucking shoulder selling stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're so close to the cars and they just, like, they're, in fr- they're like, literally like this going, hey, you want to buy something? Cars just passing by you. <laughs> just passing by them. They don't give a damn. Aren't these cups cute? They are. They're nice. Thank you. Whiskey glasses. How you doing over there, bartender? Oh my god, that does smell strong. Holy oh. fuck. I warned you guys. <laughs> I was just like, am I weak or is this pretty tough? That's what it said. I'm following the rest I of don't know. I didn't even put my nose up to it. I'm going to grow chest hair after this. <laughs> I feel like you're not doing the much. As, are you doing the same amount of tequila that you do to us? Yeah, you're cheating, yeah. Fanny. Fanny, <laughs> I see you. I know you. Yeah, yeah, look at that, busted. <laughs> Man, good thing we ate. This would have been terrible on an empty Holy stomach. Holy fuck. Yes, thank you so much, uh, everybody. Eddie brought us tacos. <laughs> yeah, he, Eddie knew the assignment. Eddie, tell tell everybody how you brought tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we talked about it. Um, me being brown, I always make sure to take something. I always feel bad if I don't take something. And I was like, hey, Emily, what do I need to take? And she's just like, nothing. And she's like, what do you like to drink? And I was like, do I bring my own alcohol? She's like, no. 
She's like, but you can bring snacks. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, or tacos. And I'm like, okay, where's this escalating? So a whole ass meal. <laughs> and the original plan was I was going to go early to the restaurant, have them make them on, on the green tortillas we make or the blue ones mm-hmm. because they're really they're really cool with me. They'll make them all the time. But I was like, just have them made by the time I get there. So I came straight back. And they're really good, and I I really hope they're the best. It's called uh, Mariscos El Tucanazo, Harry and Broadway. They actually have good seafood, too. That's what mariscos means. Love mm. seafood. But I love their tacos, the pastor tacos. Um, they told me that they have a food truck, too, and they set up on 21st and Grove. Oh, so what? For I, real? At night, and I've never seen them. So we should go there. WSU students, if you're listening to this, go there. Go see the big food truck. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways, Eddie. You know how I told you, tell us why you became a foodie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> first of all, funny is, before I got into this business, I knew nothing about a nutrition label. I didn't even look at a nutrition label. What is a calorie? Yeah, like, I didn't know <laughs> shit. Like, I didn't care. I didn't even have health in, well, I guess I did have health, health in high school, and that's it. But me, 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 I thought really I could just add up, like, the nutrition of all the stuff and it would give you a nutrition label. No, you have to, like, send stuff to lab and they test it and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now I actually read nutrition labels. It's weird. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. She's, like, the biggest drunk here. Yeah, and she, she always does it. She always says, it's not bad. <laughs> I'd never say that. Yes, you do. Never. All right, Dusty. Listen to is this every true single episode. Uh, you made a drink twice. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, yours looks that. like it has a lot of grape <laughs> juice in there too, cheater. Uh uh-uh. uh. You guys want more? It's oh, tough. Oh hell to no, this is tough. It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> tough keeping all their bickering <laughs> kind of, you know, Ooh, organized he's, he's in actually my head. saying something. <laughs> <laughs> the Paloma makes people talk. <laughs> right? Tequila makes you kill you. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. No, I'm good. I just wanted you to say cheers. Cheers. Oh, yes. That's a lot better. Pariva. Pariva. Pacentro y padrentro. How long did you go uh, before you decided that you needed nutrition labels? <laughs> I think until uh, I won the new business competition. And I finally got like an actual food kitchen and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I need to send stuff to the lab and actually mm-hmm. in order for it to actually be legal. Mm-hmm. So that's where I had to learn and I had to learn about barcodes and insurance and all that. So it did take a little while, but um, that's probably one thing. I wish someone would have taught me. I had to like ask a lot of people around. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, no, no. It, I think till that's, I think that was the start of me being a foodie. And then when we started the tortilla factory, uh, collaborating with so many restaurants and then uh, there's one restaurant in town they make a thing called a huarache. Uh they take the dough that makes the tortilla and they make a long like tostada and then they put beans and they put the meat on there and then they put like cactus and then they put a bunch of salsa on it it's very traditional in mexico city hmm. and they make that with our stuff and then like we have so many places that make different things with our food products i'm like hey shit and, like i gotta learn more about this so it's been cool um so i think that's where i've turned into a foodie to answer emily's question especially with all these places we got a rest a Guatemalan restaurant in Oklahoma City they um it's actually like a ranked breakfast place it's been top breakfast place in OKC uh they use our tortillas too so I had to learn about them and then uh, we got featured in BuzzFeed so I think now when I go into restaurants like it's cool to see like the specialty items or what do they do different Mm -hmm. um I like that because 
if you ever go to a restaurant with me, I always say, what's your special today? And I'll taste it because yeah. I don't I I see everything on the menu before, but I'm just like, what's your special? Give it to me. Yeah. yeah. I always ask what's the most popular. What, what, would, yeah. you, what would you eat? <laughs> what do you recommend? Basically. Yeah. So it's been cool. People mm-hmm. have been really creative. Like that's really cool because you're actually bringing something that you made from you actually made and you wanted to share with everybody else too as well with their food is exactly and and you know like when we first started pinole blue it was all about we're bringing this ancient product of pinole that's been around forever mm-hmm. we're getting it to everyone and we're donating back to that amount of but now mm-hmm. with the tortilla factory and with tiktok and with all the social media it's like we're uniting cultures through these heritage mm-hmm. foods so it's mm-hmm. been really fun um experience with that and it's been really cool um next month I'm going to San Francisco. We want our blue corn tortillas won a good food award. Mm-hmm. Over 5,000 applicants. Our tortillas took first place. What? Congrats. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. And then we're about to make a deal with a distributor. So that's going to be fun too. Mm-hmm. And maybe at the end of the month, we got another big deal coming through that I can't talk about, but it's mm-hmm. going to be huge too. Nice. Nice. Did you ever think about trying? So I know you've been to, so you know how people talk about tortillas. They're thinking like Mexican food or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Did you ever try to like, also try something else like probably with maybe doing something with asian food or making something oh yeah of course um there was a restaurant for a while that was making bun me tacos with our tortillas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um this chef in north carolina is making blue corn donuts with our mm-hmm. pinole mm-hmm. and then he's about to get featured on uh bon appetit mm-hmm. so yeah everyone's just been cr- creative Mm -hmm. um and then we got coffee shops now making lattes with our drinks Mm um i'm trying to think what else there's just so much going all over the place yeah yeah and then we uh we make the pink corn tortillas for um that started for breast cancer awareness and now we do them for valentine's day and then we did the red tortillas for the chiefs and then we got the green ones so we're always dropping new products i think that's what also keeps us interesting and that's why when you ask what keeps me going it's just like it's just not food it's just like how can we relate to other people or how can exactly. we do this and then tiktok is where we blew up we are like three hundred and eighty thousand followers now that's true we have you know videos gone viral i saw your tiktok before i even knew you yeah I, one of my friends told me about uh about your um company and he I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, you know? And then, like, I met Fanny, and then I met you, and then I was like, this is all coming together. It's the guy. <laughs> like, this is him on TikTok. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And then it's funny. You're always commenting on the on the, our videos. <laughs> hey, I'm, like, your number one supporter. You right? are. You are. <laughs> was it the Santa one? You're like, this one's golden. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally cracking up with my boyfriend. He's like, what are you laughing? I was like, look at what my friend edited today. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's, it's been fun. There's been a lot of fun videos. It's really creative. Crazy ones. Um, a lot of shit, I think, on the fly. Same thing with the products. People are like, do you have a research and development team? And I'm just like, <laughs> I walked in. You're I told, looking at them. <laughs> I, told my, I told my employees, I was like, hey, do you think you can make these tortillas pink? And they're like, let's try it. And then next thing you know, we roll them out. <laughs> Like, it's just like that. It's it's funny. It's a joke with my crew. They're just like, because I used to tell them, I was like, I got a crazy idea. And they just, they would all roll their eyes. You know, it'd be a really good idea if you tried to go into the Asian food, Asian food as well. Because you know how, like, a lot of people are, you know how, have you heard of Korean barbecue? Mm-hmm. Korean barbecue is really coming, really, is really, 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 really popular. Oh, yeah. It's and, huge. you know, maybe you could, like, also, like, properly do this. Like, hey, if you're here at Korean barbecue make a korean barbecue taco did, did you see the video i did at gangnam 
Oh, you did do it, yeah, huh? Yeah, oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I went into Gangnam with my tortillas and nice. made tacos. Um, so that was fun, too. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another one I was going to tell you about. Oh, I was down in Austin back in October. Uh-huh. Um, I went for a business trip, and then I went out a couple nights. I'm on 6th Street <laughs> at the crosswalk, 2 in the morning. Where is this at again? Austin, Texas. Have um, you ever been to 6th Street? No. Have you? Uh, no I've one? been to Austin, Texas. Mm. I just don't. Okay, so Sixth Street is like I've never I've been heard to I've the crazy never street, right? in Austin, but that's one. Austin of my oh, is it's, fun. It's fun to party. So it's great. Oh, yeah. It was great. Mm-hmm. I knew no one, and I had like the best time ever. But anyways, I'm at Sixth Street at a crosswalk, mm-hmm. definitely not sober, <laughs> and I'm hitting the bun, and this guy looks up at me. He's like, "Are you the blue guy?" And, <laughs> and I'm just like, "How you know? <laughs> what do you mean? I, I wasn't sober." And he's like, "I know you." You're the Pinole Blue guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, holy shit, you know, though. It was cool. It was cool. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. You're like, uh, I know. You know me. I think I had a mask, too. I was like, how did this guy recognize me? <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. seen your eyes somewhere. So, That's but it, what I was going to say. It's always in the eyes. You can recognize eyes. people's eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, exactly. So, so that was the coolest one. That, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eddie, I want you to put me in your, t- in your TikToks. <laughs> I want you to. I want to be in your TikToks. There we go. Let's okay. say that. If you think of a cool <laughs> idea too, let me know. But you're going to be in it today. Well, I probably won't upload it today, but we're, we're going to make... Once the episode drops, I'll make a TikTok about it. It's going to drop tomorrow. Oh, it's damn. You guys tomorrow. are fast. Damn, Dusty. You got yeah. wheels, bro. Yeah. He could do it by info too as well. And right. drunk. Send me the send me all the clips you guys got like with the food and stuff. I can't I can't do it blindfolded. I'd be talented. But yeah, yeah. Send it to me and I'll put a TikTok together. You can't do it blindfold? <laughs> no, I gotta look and see where I need to cut stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so so Emily, wh- which one's been your favorite TikTok of Pinola Blue? Mm, I think it's the one when you did uh the Valentine's one where you had like like someone playing oh the serenade one yeah <laughs> that's my favorite one really <laughs> yeah that's like why is, why is that one because it's funny because you literally brought a whole ass some you brought someone play the guitar <laughs> to serenade this he's girl a, he's a local musician yeah so it was very last minute uh-huh. um uh kyle was helping me at the time i was like mm-hmm. hey kyle i got an idea for valentine's day and tanya the girl in it she worked she was working for mm-hmm. him i was like hey i got an idea uh in mexico it's very common to do a serenation mm-hmm. where you knock and kind of hide and then the girl comes out and then you know like yeah. a korean drama and then you come out and then the girl falls in love how you know about korean dramas because it's like mexican novellas <laughs> so anyways okay. just uh, as dramatic yeah yeah <laughs> so i told kyle kyle had no idea and then i was like it'd be perfect to bring my friend diamante he's actually from western kansas mm-hmm. uh he just hit one million streams on spotify wow yeah he's doing really That's well him. um and so i called him i was like hey this is what i needed to do i show up with everything the tacos of his apartment mm-hmm. like all the stuff <laughs> and they're both in just shorts and they're like what do we do and i'm like in a cowboy hat all decked out and i was like well first of all i think you guys should change i need you guys to look a little more professional <laughs> and so i kinda, like first things first yeah, yeah. So, get I, it together. so i kind of had them all together kyle still had no idea what he was doing that's the video that's it and you, uh you should play the sound yeah, play it oh yeah give me a second Keep talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's not much audio to it besides the music. So that, and I told him, I was like, just play the music. Tanya, just come out, mm-hmm. bite the taco, make it look cool. Yeah. And that's what we did. Make it look like you're in love. And you know, uh, I thought it was an okay video. I didn't think it was like fantastic. Damn thing hit like over half a million views. That is <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, yeah. 
and then like a bunch of other Hispanic pa meme pages shared it. So like overall, I had probably over 1.5 million. Wow, that's funny. It's literally the apartments over here, like by the 13th and <laughs> West Street. <laughs> nice. I think it is funny how like all these TikTok videos like do bring people together because like Emily made a really simple TikTok oh. video. <laughs> <laughs> Emily made a really simple TikTok video of all of us and, and it was just like making fun of us and our problems while we were recording Dawn in one of the episodes. That thing has so many watch so many views and we're just like, dude, are you seeing this? Like yeah. we're always like, what, what the heck? Yeah, like and it was just like for fun. We didn't even yeah, put yeah. A, we didn't even put like a hashtag or anything. It no, just, yeah. Just yeah, the, yeah, the ones that I put like so much effort into mm -hmm. never mm -hmm. do anything. And the ones that we just pull in, like if you go back to our TikTok like the ones I do last minute, the one with yeah. the tiny tacos, it's our top video. Me and Kyle were just sitting on the couch, and I bought this little tortilla press in Mexico. It's like this small, <laughs> and I was like, "Let's just make." I was like, it. "Let's just make mini tacos," and he's just like, "This is dumb," and I was like, "Just follow my lead," <laughs> and that's what we did, and it hit freaking three million. It's the content, literally. Yeah, basically. So it's wild. So uh, one I thing think I it's because like people recognize real. You know what I mean? People recognize when something's just authentic and it's just on the spot and it's for fun. And people recognize when you're trying to sell me something. Exactly. And exactly. I think that's what I... TikTok you know? is really blowing up in... I thought our top ones would come up. They're pinned up at the top. Oh, maybe just on the app. Um, it's towards the bottom. But anyways... The Santa Claus one is kind of funny too. As well. Yeah, you love that one. I did. <laughs> I actually really did. I tagged the Mariah Carey song and you it still should, got taken down twice until I got it. Really? That one, the mini toggle one. What's your most viral... Down, down, right down. There. Yeah. There, yeah. That's our top video. We did in English and Spanish. But look, we made our blue masa, tidy ass press. Nos tocó varios intentos para obtener el tamaño bien, pero la pusimos en el comando en juego mediano y la volteamos unas cuantas veces. Nos aseguramos you didn't de use your fingers to flip that shit? Para llenar cada taco. He'll like make the videos about the tortillas and, and you, he'll, he's not even using a comal, he's using a so, uh, frying pan and I'm like, Eddie, Eddie what the fuck? Yeah, no, I'm like, real. I'm like, even texting, I it's have funny, like, like your real friends call you out for the stupidest shit. Why are you using a frying Exactly. Pan. I have a comal as well, and yeah, I'm fucking yeah. Asian. Yeah, I know. I don't understand I don't, this I, guy. I, I and I use my fingers to flip the tortillas. I was at so. See, look, I put them on there. <laughs> wow. It's to make it funny, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta Whatever. be funny in your damn it's, videos. It's Why be so serious? At that part, it's not funny. It's because you're you're too scared to flip it with your fingers. Okay, tell me what what did so well in this video. Kyle recording you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the small tacos. Just, I think it's just like you being you, you know, like what you just said. You it like, wasn't. You're very humor. So this is basically your humor right here. Thank you. Thank mm. you. Thank you. <laughs> no, uh, I think it's just, again, like people recognize when you're just real. People recognize when you're just being yeah. funny, when you're just doing something and you're not trying to sell them something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The one, the mm -hmm. one that we surprised my dad at the construction site, I was really happy that one did well because mm -hmm. like he's a big yeah. part behind it. That, that, one, is. that one was a good one. That, that one, one. That one right there with my dad. Yeah. I like that one a lot. To the right. The other one. That's the one my dad's speaking to. That one. Yeah. Your mom because cracks me up too. As yeah, well. yeah. We even drove clear out to Hayes just to record this video. Really? Yeah. yeah. And, Aww. and so I'm, it made me happy because like I said, a big part of the business has been my dad. My dad and his coworkers at the construction site. 
When we showed up, I called him and told him I was right in front of him, and he was so shocked. <laughs> His first reaction was, ¿Qué estás haciendo aquí? Or, what are you doing here? We had the chance to bring him and that his co-workers some parent. warm atole yep. with milk, some masolitas. Oh, he was hella shocked. He didn't believe me when I called him. Even though my dad is not very expressive, I could just tell he was happy to have me visit. My dad loves talking to me about work-related stuff. He just gets so excited when he talks to me about projects and even more excited when he gets to show me in person. His determination and hard work are great qualities I've learned from Did you tell your him. dad? Dad, can you, can you do this? He always says there's more refreshing than... Oh, so my dad was working in Hayes, right? Uh -huh. And he said, like, one day he was Mexico. pumping gas. So this is and, like, five teenagers are like, Oh my gosh, I saw you on TikTok! <laughs> 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 and he's just like, yeah, he's fucking a cappuccino. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, I didn't ask yeah. for this. Yeah. And then he'll be working. He's like, dude, all these people would wave at me. No <laughs> That's nice. funny. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but now people are like, these construction workers, thank you. They're recognizing I know. them, you know? And I, I think for my dad, you know, being this immigrant parent, like, yeah. he had no idea, like, what TikTok can do and how it goes mm -hmm. viral and stuff. Because, like, you know, the thing about you get education, you start working, you make money, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But there's also more stuff to do is to make to make money as well. Like, and I think after this video, like I could explain to my dad about how social media is everything. Mm -hmm. Now he knows yeah. what content creators are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now when he sees me with my phone, he doesn't roll his eyes. You should find the eyes. Santa Claus yeah. one. I think that yeah, Santa Claus one down a little was more, really funny. Because those are in the holiday. Right there. It was there. like my favorite one. <laughs> that one. Emily loves this I love dude. this one. <laughs> Look at him. He's just so <laughs> You know when you commented, I could hear your laugh already. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, it's the audio. I think it's the one got muted because Mariah Carey took it down on me and I had to put it again. Do you yeah. have to say I'm not, I Mariah. don't own the copyrights for this? It's weird. Like, I tagged her in it. I tagged her on, links on Instagram. <laughs> and the message I got was really weird because it said something like, I think it's so someone funny else took it down. Because Eddie wore a fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> 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 so last year I bought that outfit. Um to do another video i don't remember what video we did and i went into whole foods with it and we did a live inside the whole foods to oh, announce we were in it mm -hmm. the manager came out and like eddie we had a bunch of customer calls wondering why santa claus was here with they thought there was a photo shoot going on <laughs> i almost got kicked out of whole foods like hey maybe santa just needed to get us his groceries real yeah, quick yeah, before he went home. so <laughs> so it was funny and i kept it and uh you know, we're bringing it out for special occasions like this. I love this one. It was so funny. Thank you. Thank you. I know Emily loved that one. So I, I mean, because, like, dude, look at him on that <laughs> Fort Lift. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny, like, what people get out of the video, you know? Yeah. Thank you, Emily. You're welcome, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Well, we... And, Next time we think of a funny one. I'll also, you. you know, I also saw on your TikTok. It's crazy because, like, basically everything's on TikTok, literally. And um, it's crazy how, like, because you know how, like, do you guys, like, I know on Hispanic, so you guys drink, uh, was that hot chocolate? But is that, there's that old lady in the picture. Abuelita, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Didn't you do something? Didn't you make something with that? Yeah, we have our own, like, Mexican hot chocolate blend with the roasted corn now. Um, but we used to make, vi we've made videos using her ingredient, that ingredient mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. So that's why I said, like, th I think that's what keeps me on my toes mm -hmm. is knowing that what can we collaborate with and mm -hmm. stuff. And I get messages all the time. Like, oh my gosh, Eddie, you're so creative. How do you think? And I'm like, I think of this shit on the fly. Like, mm -hmm. 
Like I was supposed to do a video today. I didn't have time. I'm, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in Mexico and I bought these cute little mugs this damn small. <laughs> and I'm going to make a Mexican hot chocolate with them. <laughs> like the tortilla one. You so should, wait till you see you it. You should put like a uh, whipped cream on top of it and sprinkle your little um, like cookies and then put on top <laughs> of it. <laughs> so, so you'll see that video. It'll be cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Eddie, I... Uh, I'm trying to over here telling him. <laughs> Just <laughs> read it. Fanny <laughs> sent you something. Brain stop. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like can't multitask, and okay. I think then I find you it ask. So what, what do you want to ask? No, I don't need to ask anything. This is communication <laughs> in here. <laughs> the episode. I, so we communicate through uh, Facebook Messenger to each other, right? And sometimes, yeah. like, Dusty will like to put it up here, and I'll put, like, funny pictures on there so everyone sees it. Like, one time I put a picture of this black guy and his, <laughs> his big dingling hanging out. And <laughs> Fanny was talking to somebody, and she saw it, and she, was, <laughs> she paused. She paused. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, so talk about trying to keep us on our toes, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. Um, so, yeah, I don't I, I mean, I know I talked a lot about my business. Um, I told you a little bit, you know, therapy is great. Keeping in, keep grinding. Um, I think the biggest thing with my motivation of all has just been not just for myself, but also for my parents. Um, I think mm-hmm. I didn't talk too much about them, but my dad only went to third grade. My, da- my mom went to sixth grade mm-hmm. and they both they both really wanted to own a business, but they never did. And mm-hmm. growing up in a small town where we were the only Hispanics was really hard, um, especially when neither one of them speaks English. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's been my biggest motivator is to show people that if Eddie Sandoval from a mm-hmm. small town of a thousand, 32 kids in my graduating class <laughs> can make it, you know, by just making blue tortillas, like uh, it wasn't, it was something that's been around forever. Like I didn't do, mm-hmm. I didn't create it. Um, and if I can inspire other people to do it, I think that's the big, I've done something. And that's been like the biggest one. Uh, I get a lot of people asking me, like asking for advice. What can I do? I had a guy message me the other day on LinkedIn. He's like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm starting a food business and I heard you're a TikTok expert. And I'm like, hell man, I'm yeah, not yeah. an expert. I don't have a schedule. I don't do anything. All these things are on the fly. I'm like, yeah, sitting these on are my just couch. fun. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, so I think that's what really keeps me going. It's hard to explain sometimes to people because they're like, man, you just think about business all the time. And I'm like, no, it's just not like that. You know, um, we all have our time. We have our friends. We have our family. We mm-hmm. got, and you got to make time for all of it and you got to enjoy it. I think that's the mm-hmm. biggest thing of all. And, you know, I think the pandemic has really made people. I think that's what's going on right now with everyone resigning from their jobs. The great resignation mm-hmm. is people are really finding out like, what's I want to do something that brings value to the world. Exactly. And, I think, and people think that I have my shit figured out. And I tell them all the time, I was like, just because I chose my business, it's not like I have my shit figured out. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I, I still don't go think through shit everyone has their shit Hell figured no. out. No, no all. one does. Yeah, no. I think it's always, you know, like there are always new chapters in your life, right? Exactly. Like when exactly. you when you decide when you're graduating college and you're getting ready to end the chapter of your life where you are always in school to now mm-hmm. having to decide what you're going to do, and then you decide to you read this book. You, f- you find that you want to do something of substance of something that is important and then Pinola Blue starts. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But at first you didn't, you, you probably were like, I never thought it was going to blow up like oh, this. Oh no, I, <laughs> yeah. I never thought it was going to be like this. I never thought my face was going to be like on front of a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a clip that TikTok, like the actual TikTok, because I've been in some of their podcasts and some mm-hmm, of their, mm-hmm. um, there was a clip um, that was on the website 
that got featured on New York Times, and it, and I think it was that one with me with the mini tortillas. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on the New York Times <laughs> page at one time. Wow, yeah. look at you. Yeah, yeah, so it's been nuts, you know, and some people are like, oh, man, I would never do that. And I was like, look, yeah. I never wanted to do that like yeah. this, but if it gets the message across and it inspires other people, mm-hmm. then you got to take one for the team. Yeah. Right, right. And you're constantly working to figure or, you know, balancing out what's good for me and then what's good for others too and mm-hmm. putting your best effort into that yeah and i and i think that's for me that's what it's transitioned to um now i tell people you know we're a company that's uniting cultures through food yeah. that's what yeah. we do now and it's with social media it's the message mm-hmm. food is spoken in many different languages actually food is one language for everybody honestly no it does it, it brings mm-hmm. so many people together yeah, together it's yeah. crazy um, mm-hmm. And especially corn, like if you look at the history of corn, after the Spanish came over and they looked at corn of all you could do, they started taking it to African countries and then Asian country. And mm-hmm. corn was one of the grains that sustained the most civilizations for the long time. Mm-hmm. So it's been interesting. It's been sad that a lot of corn has been so genetically modified that we mm-hmm. took all the nutrients out of mm-hmm. it. So that's where crazy people like Eddie with these videos <laughs> is showing people that it's actually healthy for Making you. It's good for you. tacos. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Into so um, protein balls, into um, cookies, cookies, tamales. tamales <laughs> into what we else? Do, we do a lot of stuff and that's, that, that's, that's we're, my goal, you know? People? And I get to meet people like you guys and I get to come on here and, you know, Dusty probably had no idea what the help he knew it was when I walked in, but <laughs> look at him now. We really didn't even tell Eddie what was, I mean, uh, Dusty, you, who you did were. Did you know who I was? No. Did, I you know what pin- <laughs> did, you, did you know what Pinole Blue was? I did know that. I didn't know until I, like, last night I went to go, like, look. Or I saw you followed us on Instagram or something. So I went and looked. And I was like, oh, he's the blue tortilla guy. <laughs> so, and That's what, and what, what did you think when I walked in with all those tacos and the beer and the goodies? Of course he would. <laughs> <laughs> I thought nothing else. <laughs> and then and then you're like, oh, well, Emily asked me. And I was like, of course she did. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Then you knew we, we were all like friends. I, I, I told I, I told Eddie. I was like, no, you don't need to bring anything. We're, we do everything. But anyways, we're getting off topic again. Um. <laughs> no, it's good. This is what it's supposed to be about. So, <laughs> thanks, Dusty. You're well, Eddie, do you want to say any last words for our, our our listeners or anything like any motivational stuff? Or no, I, I hope if you got to the end part like this, you didn't get bored about Pinole Blue because I can talk about Pinole Blue all day. <laughs> but I think what how we wrapped it up earlier, I think that's good how to how to bring it all together. And mm-hmm. thank you guys all. And I'm definitely gonna share it on our social media. And I hope you guys all get followers out of this too. Well, Aww, thanks. But we're here for you. Like yeah. we're just here to highlight awesome people doing awesome Aww. things, and we're mm-hmm. happy to have you on. Well, and then it's. Pinole Blues turned to, I just said, we, we're uniting <laughs> cultures through food and through podcasts. So exactly. we're going to bring you guys You're through. right. You're right. And through drinks, apparently. Mm-hmm. We also have non-alcoholic drinks for other people who want to hop on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And can you, uh, people listening, where else can they find you if they want to reach out? Yeah. Where, yeah. where can everybody find you, Eddie? Oh, well, I was going to ask for you guys. Oh, but why? for me, it's just uh, Pinole Blue, P-I-N-O-L-E Blue. He's literally Facebook, he's Instagram, literally Twitter, right TikTok. Now. You can find us anywhere. Uh, for you guys, what's the podcast and where can people follow you? Yep, you can find us on Instagram a lot of the times. Uh, it's here's tu cast. Shoot us an email if you want to get mad. So wait, 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 wait. When are you going to start a TikTok with Emily? We've we do have TikTok. a TikTok. We have a TikTok that we have a creator over here. 
Um, Hell yeah! Sometimes, sometimes. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you have a full-time job, you know. But I think we all do. I think we all do. <laughs> I think we all do, Emily. Anyways, para arriba. Pa arriba I already finished my drink. Para abajo, para centro y para adentro. Pa